Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Delicious Magazine's Extra Portion with me, Jilly Smith. The weekly podcast featuring the extra bits from the main monthly show. Adam Simmons has cooked with the greats at the Ritz, Le Gavroche and Le Manoir Quatre Saisons, among many others, and was one of the great British menu finalists back in 2014. I caught up with him at the Test Kitchen, a pop-up based at the old Barafina in the middle of London Soho. So, Adam, you're here for a pop-up. This is a pop-up. It looks like a restaurant to me, um, but it's called a pop-up. How long are you here for? Uh, minimum December, maximum January, February, March. Um is a pop-up because of the short lease um, so we obviously acquired that from Barafino so. Now I've just had five small plates all chosen by your fabulous guy Seth um, a little bit of an example, I had the salt baked swede, blackberries, cocoa nibs and goat's cheese followed by rock oyster, osiatra caviar cucumber kiwi Quail, English asparagus, sunflower seeds, lard. I mean, you know, real, it was absolutely exquisite. Every single plate, beautiful for a start. An Instagrammer's dream, may I say. But, I mean, it, you know, in the old days, that's the kind of thing that you used to get at a really fabulous fine dining restaurant. What's your vision? What's your idea? So the, the idea for, for this is to experiment with dishes um, within, so the small plates, we've tried to maintain what Barafina did as a concept because it worked obviously the food that we do is very different to Barafina but that concept worked very well in this in this particular establishment so I think it was we tried to maintain that but then it also gives me the opportunity to get feedback from customers with regards to dishes that I take to the permanent site yeah now you you're very keen I can see everywhere I'm looking on the you've written almost in lipstick on the mirrors here the provenance the ingredients, they're very, very important to you. Do the small plates and in a pop-up situation allow you to play with fabulous ingredients for a more discerning public who are just literally popping in off the street to have something amazing? Yeah, I think they do. And, and that's the whole beauty of it, is that we can attract people from the street um, to, or it entices them to come in, you know? And the smaller plates are more of a they become more cost effective to the customer so it works very well for us in that it's not too expensive to have amazing food give us an example I mean you you do a, a set lunch for £29.50 for example yeah, um, four, four, you get four plates for that and you know it's good value for money we did that because it, it was a way of enticing people to come in for lunch 
Uh, you don't really want to eat quail followed by veal unless it is those tiny, tiny, pretty, pretty small plates. I mean, I, I feel beautifully sated. Uh, it's a hot, humid day in Soho. I don't really want to feel heavy. And it's, it is the way to go, isn't it? And, and it's encouraging better and, and more interesting chefs to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, for me, it is the way forward for something like this. You know, it allows it allows well, it allows me to be experimental. My food is very light in flavour, anyway. Um, but I believe that allows the f- the, the flavour, the product, to come through. You know, and if if you look at the way we've designed the dishes, it's more about the main ingredient, and then we just enhance it with such as the quail English asparagus and something else. Now you trained at places like Le Gavroche. Um, and you know you've you've been to the you went to the Ritz you know you've been everywhere you've been to all the really posh restaurants in, in London haven't you? Tell me why Great British Menu was uh, a choice for you. Do you do you need television shows to propel you onto the world stage now? I think I think it comes hand in hand now. You know it's a it's a way of getting your name out there, and you can't just solely rely on on what you produce. You know people need to. Be aware of who you are, where you're cooking, and I think that all helps. You know, Great British Menu is a great catalyst for that. Um, not only the thing with Great British Menu is that you can't just go in solely with cooking. I did that on the first series, and I crashed and burned. Not only that, I came against Tom Aikens, so <laughs> you know that's a, that says it all. And then the second the second year, I came in, and I and I it was about the food, obviously. But it was it was about how I packaged it and the props and, and understanding the brief properly. You know, and the brief for the second year was just phenomenal. Um, to be able to cook for the veterans was just a, a great honour for me. And those TV competitions are all about educating the public, aren't they? So they're about creating consumers for you. Yeah. No, it's, it's it, that's very true. You know, it's a, it gives us a wider audience to to play towards. You know, obviously TV shows great, great British menu is thousands and thousands of years so it was it, for me it was a great way of getting Danesford House or the restaurant at Danesford House on the marketplace as such. what you're doing here is conceptually quite different you're encouraging the the, the punters to get involved it's a it's a bar uh, there are no tables and chairs. There's no. You're not going to come here and sit and have a little tête-à-tête or a break-up row with with you know your ex. You, you you're going to sit around the bar and you're going to engage with what's happening here. Yep. Why that? What what's that about? I, th- I think by engaging with the with 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 the customer, you know, it's completely transparent here. If things go wrong, then we can't hide from it. If you know, if the boys make a mistake or I make a mistake, then we we become accountable for it. It's not the waiting staff that have to apologise to the to the customer. So I think by engaging, it brings them into our world as such. And I think people, customers now want us to be part of that. You know, through the TV exposure and the media and magazines and stuff, they like to engage with, with chefs to understand not only the process in which we we produce the food but they, they can see it being put in front of them yeah. and, and it's very true we can engage with every customer yeah. Yeah. and, and I, what I did with young Seth here is I just said choose, choose 
four plates for me and pair the wine. And of course, he can do it. You know, why, why not use his experience to just relax and go with all this amazing knowledge that you've got here? How does that feel to you that I, somebody like me would come in and just say, sort me out? I, I, but I think that's great because it's like you're coming, you're coming to the restaurant and you're allowing us to uh, pick what, what we believe a balanced menu. You know, we've worked hard to train the staff and we employ the staff based on what they can bring to the table. And for me, that's what it's about. It. The relaxed, informal environment is, is the way forward for me. And I think this, this is a prime example of how, how we do it and it works brilliantly. So it's 50 years this year since Le Gavroche first opened. Um, it's 30 years since Marco Pierre White opened Harvey's. It's quite a big time in food. Someone like you must have been influenced by all those things. And of course, you learnt your trade at La Gavroche. Where is food going now? I think food's going now. You know, you look at those, the waterside, the Gavroche, the Manoir. They're iconic institutions. And I think um, food now is, is, is rooted in what they brought, that they brought to us. But I think it's also going a lot lighter now. Um, We're in the middle of Soho. These are not necessarily foodie people. It's not, you know, anywhere particularly posh. It's working people in the middle of Soho. Who are these people and what are they going to be eating in five years' time? I, th- I think, the, the, you know, Soho's a, a bubble in itself in London. And, it's, and, you know, you look around the streets and stuff and it's just it's brilliant to be part of it. It's like a small community. But I think, I think that the average or people in general will be eating a lot lighter. I think they'll be more conscious about the whole package, you know, a balanced a balanced meal throughout the day. But I also think that, that restaurants will be, be somewhat of an indulgent thing. But I think so long as it's light, fresh, not much butter, and it's healthier, then I, think, I don't think there's a, an issue with people eating out you know generally people eat out I think more than three times a week three times a week so I think that will continue but I think people will be more conscious about what they are eating and where they are going and you can catch more of Adam in the August podcast go to deliciousmagazine.co.uk and subscribe via the podcast tab to make sure you never miss a morsel see you next week for the all Italian July podcast sponsored by Sadler
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.